Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session about the ammo economy in Destiny. I just did a talk about it, and these are going to be the questions that follows. They don't have to be questions about ammo economy, but just make sure they're about Destiny. There'll be a separate Anthem talk and Anthem Q&A. If you're enjoying these talks and you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, be sure to tune in live. I'm probably live right now. That's when these hit the feeds. So twitch.tv slash say no to rage or look up say no to rage, and you'll find me streaming. And uh, if you like the Destiny talks and Q&A, be sure to listen to the Anthem talks and Q&A as well. That's going to be a lot of the content here in the foreseeable future. Basically, what I said about the ammo economy is it makes no sense to starve the player of ammo. I know they added ammo finder perks and things of that nature, but I still feel like they gutted the ammo economy. It doesn't work very well. I used both Doom and Anthem. As examples of games that regularly feed you ammo from player decision, and there'd be cool things they could do in Destiny if they did that as well. If the ammo finder perks worked a little bit better, that would also be good, but I don't really think that's necessarily the fix. Like, I shouldn't have to wear armor with ammo finder just to get ammo in general. The game should be naturally feeding me ammo, and if I want to waste a bunch of perks on heavy ammo finder, because I want to go heavy, you know, with my heavy, heavy with my heavy, then then I would appropriately have a build for that. But that I shouldn't have to wear armor to get ammo in a shooter. It should be naturally feeding me ammo the same way that other games like it. Uh, well, Doom and Anthem aren't really like Destiny, but they're games where there's a, there's a rhythm of combat and getting fed ammo is a part of that, and it's very, very satisfying. So, we're going to go with the first question here, and it is from Black Mambo 5 Should heavy bricks be a guaranteed drop before boss encounters in patrol dungeons, raids, etc.? I mean, I kind of talked about this. I don't know if guaranteed drops is necessarily the answer. I, I like the idea of player decision making being the driver like you use the chainsaw in doom and you get ammo you their ammo drops very consistently in anthem so you go on like an ammo run you just run through and it's just generic ammo for everything that you're you're carrying now anthem is more of an abilities based game but you know having that rhythm of ammo is nice if you get on a little tear and you're using a lot of your ammo there are some weapons that can can be very very useful in that game it is a it, it, they're both different games right but i only use them as an example to say they have combat loop in them like you kind of want to stay in the rhythm of combat and it keeps you in that lane by giving you the the choice to say okay i've got I've got a chainsaw, I've got this, I've got that at my disposal, and I can get ammo accordingly. To just guarantee ammo before a boss fight, or to guarantee ammo from yellow bars, kind of gets a little too transactional. If you remember Leviathan with double primary, the minute a heavy, like a, a yellow bar came out, you'd kill him with heavy and get heavy back. So it just becomes a, a, a power ammo exchange. Like, there's something extremely boring about that, right? It just feels very, very simplistic. There's something about ammo dropping randomly that I do think is good. It's just right now, it's so random that you don't really feel equipped to get any of it back. It's just like, I may or may not, like, I just got a purple from that guy. I've killed those guys numerous times in here and never seen power drop from them at all. So, 
it doesn't even need to be class based like you could have this guy here drop purple the, the, the big guy drop green the little guy drop white and then have it be completely random as long as it's feeding me ammo either based off of a detection in the game that says I'm in need of ammo feed me ammo I've killed a certain number of enemies feed me ammo or you know I've um, I did a multi kill give me ammo so that at least it's somewhat based on on you know, skill, get out your grenade launcher or your rocket launcher and try and kill a bunch of ads to feed your shotgun and then, you know, green and purple drops. I don't know. Like, I think it should be tied more to player decision than just, oh, if you, uh, the boss is about to come out and then, like, what, purple bricks just, like, drop from the sky from, like, an unseen god. Like, I don't want that either. That just feels... Because people are like, what about rally flags? And I'm like, again, like, I, why should a shooter... It's a shooter, Right? Why should a shooter be starving you of ammo to the point that you're, like, asking for solutions? Like, well, put rally flags down or guarantee ammo. Just drop it from the sky. Like, that's... I just don't understand. That's not a thing in in most shooters. You know, most of the time, they're just feeding you what you need to keep you in the rhythm of combat. And I just think that's that's the way it should work. Soured Outlook. Does uh, probabilistic... uh, probabilistic does probabilistic ammo make sense in pve or would you prefer guaranteed ammo drops for lower i think it being like probable or linked to act linked to what the player does is better as i just said so i kind of just answered this a second ago i like i like either probable or behavior drops not guaranteed drops i don't know it just makes it it makes it better for the flow of combat. Now, now the other thing to think about here is Gambit, because I'm sure people are listening to this. They're like, "Oh my gosh, Lono's going to destroy Gambit." If you can, if you can get multi kills or do certain things, and that guarantees you heavy, that's going to break Gambit. Well, Gambit's already broken by the Taken Armaments. I believe it's is the one where you can get basically power ammo from a grenade kill of a, on a Taken. So you get you get you get guaranteed heavy from that, and it's breaking gambit. I mean, it's a team can go in with that those mods and have an enormous advantage over uh, the other team, based purely off of the fact that they have a mod that can feed them power bricks, not bricks. It just puts it in your inventory. It just feeds you power ammo the entire time. Um, so that would be. They need to be careful with everything I'm talking about. Gambit almost needs its own ammo economy, and so does PvP. Should Zer sell selling ammo sense? I don't think ammo sense is a solution. Angry Texan. Has anyone ever thought primary ammo finder has anything been anything but useless? Yeah, I'm not really sure what the thought process is there. I really don't. What, I guess somebody that wants to run double primary and they're running out of primary ammo? I, I, I don't know. Because I guess maybe if you ran if you ran like an SMG alongside of a scout or something, I don't honestly know. Primary ammo finder is weird. That, but they do need bad perks. That's a good point from chat. They do need bad perks. It's like getting hip fire grip on a scout rifle. You kind of need bad perks to highlight the ones that you want. You know, just one of those things that I think are important. Lucky Logan lives or lives. Uh, does ammo finder perks actually work? This is part of the problem, right? And I didn't touch on it in the video that much because I don't think that's where I want to lean. Right now, what I believe happened is they gutted the drop rate of all ammo bricks 
and the ammo perks on armor are supposed to be helping with that and they're not so if you remember ammo dropped decently consistently for you in in d1 it wasn't amazing but when you got the wrath of the machine arms i mean the the whole fight changed there was just purple bricks all over the ground and it made it it was it was really fun it was a very very fun encounter because of that you felt kind of empowered to meet the landscape of really rambunctious gameplay because i mean it is a it's a battle it's a it's a duke it's a duke out in there you know you're duking it out and i really like that i thought it made for very very fun uh, encounters but you could definitely see how like it was almost a little bit OP because like there were more bricks than you could even conceivably use like we would end a fight and that like center platform in the Vosik fight would I mean just be absolutely covered to the point that it was kind of absurd so there's a balance I think because if it gets to the point where you don't even really need to think about it there's just so much ammo on the ground you can just continually use power ammo willy nilly um and apparently, according to Milo, Cosmo said on Reddit the other day, ammo finders are working as intended. However, they're taking feedback that they weren't good enough. If they're working as intended, then I want clarification on how they're working, right? If my car starts, and then the next day it doesn't start, and then the next day it starts just fine, and, the, and, and I, I take it to the mechanic, and he's like, no, everything's fine, it's working as intended, I'd raise an eyebrow and be like, are you sure? Because there are days where it, like I literally can't get my car to start right (laughs) so if it's working as intended i want to know what's the intention are we dealing with a are we dealing with like a a rotator of percentages that that just at different times because at different times there's just purple everywhere there was the one day where i was running i was running uh escalation protocol and i was like oh i wonder if they fix the ammo economy there's purple and greens all over the place and i had ammo finders are and then later on in the same day there was nothing dropping right so when I put on the ammo finder gloves the gauntlets in wrath there was never a time where I was like are these things working I'm not getting any ammo what is going on that never happened never once there was no question about it when you put them on you could tell like there wasn't like a cure nobody was curious Nobody went to Reddit to test killing thousands of enemies in Wrath to be like, are these gauntlets working? It was like instantaneous. You were like, yeah, holy freaking moly. Look at how much ammo I'm getting. So if it's quote unquote working as intended, I I would love to know, okay, what's the intention? What's it supposed to do? Because it doesn't seem to be doing anything. Uh, Jack and Steins, what are your thoughts on stacking ammo finder perks? I find they work better with one of each type. Yeah, I mean, this is again where we just need clarification from Bungie. They're so scared to give us numbers, you know, and then Dylan wants to get cheeky on Twitter where a guy posted something about doing something faster with, I forget what it was. He did something, something got a buff and he did something faster. He two shot something and he was like, there's some numbers for you. And I was like, 
Yeah, this is about as tone deaf as when when Cosmo got on Reddit and said we had been asking for direct purchase options, and that's why they made the Iron Banner, you know, emote purchase only. It's like, yeah, that's pretty tone deaf. That's not what we asked for. We didn't ask for numbers. We didn't ask for you to retweet somebody's feedback about a weapon that can now two-shot or something. We want numbers, right? We didn't want direct direct purchase options that were only direct purchase. We wanted direct purchase options as like a an alternative to dust or or silver RNG, right? So like it was just tone deaf. Uh Cosmo said, "Yes, we just checked again. They looked into it and confirmed there are no bugs in the content. Ammo finder perks have a slight effect on scale, enough to influence the outcome, but not so much that it throws ammo economy out the door. We have given feedback um based off previous threads. Players don't feel like these perks are impactful enough. The dev team is currently investing possible changes." I think the undergirding problem is that the ammo economy is awful, right? The ammo economy is awful. It's not a it's not a matter of like, oh, the perks aren't working that well. Ammo economy's inconsistent as frick. So if you're increasing my likelihood like slightly of getting of getting uh of getting more ammo and the ammo economy underneath that, the like if you're giving me like an extra 5% chance or something, if beneath that the ammo economy is awful, well, then I'm not going to see any dramatic difference because the ammo economy is inconsistent. That's why when I have on heavy ammo finder, there are times where there's purple bricks everywhere and there's other times where there's purple bricks nowhere. It's like it's working and then it's not working, which I think is more indicative of, a, of an ammo economy that's broken than the perk itself being broken right and again not giving us numbers like you can get cheeky on twitter all you want most people that look at patch notes and they're and they're told something has been increased i think it's completely legitimate and justified to say by how much right this generic it's like when you get an update on your app on your iphone and it's like uh bug fixes and optimization uh, what what did you do what did you fix <laughs> did you fix the thing where I get frozen in this screen? Did you fix the thing? Did you increase load time? Did you do th- they just oh did you bug fixes and optimization? Thanks, I guess. Like don't even put anything. Like just be like it's less potato than it was before at that point. It's a non-statement. We made this stronger. It's just a non-statement. It's like tell us by how much. Like same thing with the ammo finders. I I don't know. So and I know, yeah, we can do math, so we figure it out anyway. Rusty's right. But with ammo finders and perks, that's the problem is you can't really deduce it. You just kind of have to guess. Like, how much is this adding? How much is this doing? You know, I I don't know. They won't tell us. So you just kind of have to. We shouldn't be going in. Oh, well, we better shoot this enemy a couple times and record footage with the, with the trace rifles before the patch so that we have pre-recorded footage. So after the patch, we can compare the numbers before the patch so that no, just put the freaking numbers in the patch notes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asking for I'm not asking for like a behind the scenes you know interview with the dev to explain how trace rifle ammo buff works. Just put the patch just a patch notes <laughs> and then maybe give an example. Here's an example of how this percentage will change, you know, TTK and efficiency in these environments, you know. I don't know. And they can do the same with ammo finder. Uh, SF Aiden, I feel like fusions are entirely underutilized right now as they are really weak and the ammo for them is a joke. I feel like they have so much less ammo than stuff like shotguns and the same sort of things like snipers. Uh, um, 
I feel the easy way is to, a bigger boon for snipers and fusions would be to give them an ammo reserve buff by one mag. I don't even, I don't know if ammo, ammo, an ammo buff to reserves wouldn't make fusions and snipers not suck terribly. It would just make them, you would just use it for a longer period of time. It would just give you more opportunity to be like, wow, this weapon sucks. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I have more shots now with my sniper to clearly show that it freaking sucks. Like, I, I don't know. I... I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think that's the, that's the problem. Fusion rifles and snipers just don't do, um, enough damage. Now they have the same ammo as snipers and shotguns, so it certainly would help, but it isn't, it just isn't going to help them in a very general sense. As somebody's saying in chat, like shotguns are just good overall. They just dole out a ton of damage and they do it in a very, very fast fashion. And there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But there need you need to consider, I think you need to consider the, the the nature of combat and where fusions are supposed to land. They should be doing way more damage because most of them don't shoot that fast, and their ammo reserves kind of speak to that as well. I don't necessarily know if this is if this is on their or this is on their radar or not though. So. Um, let's go for the auto rifle. I don't know if I have any good ones. Six shirt, thank you. Frail Rain with 14 months. Thank you so much, dude, for a year plus two. Don't have time to watch anymore. Just popped in for my monthly drive-by sub. Hope all is well. Thank you, Frail. I appreciate that. Uh, next question. Zenist Ninja. Do you feel like jugglers on all the time from D1? I have three special ammo finders, but getting special weapon kills won't drop any. As soon as I kill one enemy with something else, it'll drop two or three bricks. Uh, am I the only one? And I'm the only one. I it am I the only one? I um I've had a lot of people theorize that there is some type of juggler on in the game. Yes, that that has been that has been consistently theorized, and I think there's a lot of ground. Now it's anecdotal evidence, but anecdotal evidence once you start stacking it up and thousands of people are saying I get better ammo drops when I rotate. I get better ammo drops when I'm using different weapons. It feels like juggler on. If everybody's saying that it feels like juggler on, juggler, some level of juggler might be on. Right? I, but again, it that's one of the reasons why ammo finder might be not functioning properly. Like, listen, Cosmo's saying that it's there's no bug, okay? That doesn't mean it's doing its job. Like, the job of ammo finder is to do just that it's to find you more ammo okay and we don't know if they stack they haven't explained that we don't know how much it increases the find and if jugglers on well so there's just no telling like okay how do i influence this unseen juggler in a way so that my ammo finders work like I said, I feel like Ammo Finder is on top of a bad system, and that bad system is creating so much inconsistency in ammo drops that when Ammo Finder is working, you're like, oh my gosh, look how much I'm getting. That one day we tried it. We tried Ammo Finder of one, of two, and of none with Heavy Ammo Finder, and we would run like three lost sectors to test it. It was all over the place. There were times where I got more heavy ammo to drop with none than when I had two. 
And there were times where I had one ammo finder where I'd go from getting a bunch to getting none. So it's like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example of what it would be like saying, uh, exotic finder buy this debuff, right? Buy this debuff from Zer and exotic finder will will be on for you well exotics are real inconsistent in the game so it would be like i can't tell a difference right (laughs) i can't tell a difference if i'm getting more exotics or less exotics because they're already so inconsistent you're adding a percentage increase to an already incredibly low percentage so it will be very very difficult to for you to like measure it and say oh i'm getting this many more exotics in a week or a month or whatever that's that's the that's the issue, you know. I would say I would say that if ammo was consistently dropping in relation to player behavior and then players made those decisions when they needed or wanted to use those the ammo, that's that's empowering the player to then play the way they want. Thank you for 21 months Brian was here. If you're if you're going into a nightfall with a machine gun and I'm using sleeper, we're going to make completely different decisions about our engagement. And if you know you can use your machine gun to get multi kills, to get good ammo drops, and I know I should probably save my sleeper, but maybe I can use my shotgun to get multi kills on trash ads and it's going to feed me shotgun ammo back. Do you see what's happening? Like we're loading up with a certain loadout and certain decisions and then we're going into the game and we're and we're playing in that loadout and in making those decisions according to what we need. It's like playing Doom and you're suddenly saying, "Oh, I'm low on ammo, better pull out the chainsaw." Oh, I'm playing as a Colossus in Anthem and I need ammo. I better go on an ammo run. I better I better run around and pick up ammo. In Destiny, it's just sort of like I'm low on ammo, hopefully some drops. Oh, you have ammo finder on. Yeah, but I mean, you're applying ammo finder to an incredibly inconsistent drop rate, so it may do literally nothing for you. Think about it like this. When you have any other perk, any other perk, hands-on, machine gun reserves, auto rifle loader, uh, what do they do? They consistently work. When I have hands-on and I get melee kills, I can see the increased super energy. I can feel it. Increased reload for my auto rifle. It doesn't like sometimes work like, oh man, I'm reloading really slow right now. Oh man, the perk's not working right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, machine gun reserves. I just picked up heavy and I... I'm capped at the lower machine gun reserve cap. Why? Oh, shucks. My perk's not working. Oh, oh, Bungie. But it's like ammo finders like, yeah, man, ammo's everywhere. And the next next mission, I, I didn't get a purple drop. I just killed 200 enemies. That's, it's dumb. Like perks in any game are a perk for a reason. Because they do something, you know? It's, it's exactly like when you got the Wrath of the Machine gauntlets. You put them on, and purple was everywhere. It was clear, it was noticeable, it was measurable. That's how ammo finders should work, and I think the ammo economy beneath it has been demolished because we went from double primary guaranteed heavy from yellows to whatever the frick we have now. Solid fat man. (laughs) 
Is ammo finder perks working properly? I used two heavy ammo finder, but I switched to none because I felt like it didn't work. I I just kind of went on a huge rant about why I think they're working, but they're working on top of an inconsistent system. So it's like a flat tire. Uh, it comes around, it's like, oh, it's working, and then other times it's not. Monkey Buttface, what do you expect out of Joker's Wild in what secrets would Drifter have? I don't have a whole lot of expectations about Joker's Wild, and my reason for that is quite simple. I, they haven't said anything. Now, as far as what Drifter's dragging behind him, it probably has something to do with the story that Cade hinted at in the Ace of Spades quest. Beyond that, I've not thought much about it, other than I really hope it's not... Oh, Gambit's really, really hard now, and the invasion rules are the same. If they don't make a, if they don't make significant adjustments to invasion, then I have severe concerns about season of the Drifter or Joker's Wild. Now we've been told that it's not all, it's not all Gambit, okay, and that's good to hear. But that doesn't mean it's not going to be primarily rooted in and centered around Gambit, whether the quest lines or... You know how, like, Black Armory is centered around the Forges. And so wouldn't then Joker's Wild be centered around Gambit? You know what I mean? So, like, if there's, like, a loop of things to do with Drifter, it'll more than likely be centered around Gambit. And if they completely ignore what I consider to be significant and glaring problems in... In, um glaring problems in Gambit's invasion system that makes it incredibly unenjoyable if they don't adjust those things then I have concerns about Joker's Wild I do what I would like them to do if they're going to make Gambit a pinnacle version of Gambit make it pinnacle, make it super freaking hard and then after that take invasion out (laughs) you know it could still be a competition between two teams. There could still be strategy about what you send and how you send and how much you send. You know, what's faster, buffs, debuffs, things that you might be able to earn and get that would would lead to different strategies. But overall, Gamut, in my opinion, is in a terrible place and its reception has not been universal in the least. So unless Bungie's looking at their data and they're like internally saying Gambit engagement's wonderful, I have severe doubts that that's a true statement. But if Gambit's engagement's wonderful, then more power to you, Bungie. I don't think it is. I think engagement with Gambit's bad. I think the more people tip over into max level, the less people are even going to go in and even mess with it. Uh... So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong and I'll, I'll, I'll sit on the sidelines and I'll be one of the people in the minority that doesn't like Gambit and doesn't touch Gambit and I'll be in the minority and I'll be one of the people that maybe doesn't like Joker's Wild all that much. I don't think I'm in the minority. I don't. I think as soon as people hit max, they stop. I think on the way to max, people stop playing because it's just so unbelievably like sweaty and unfun. So... Jar Explosion. Would you like to see weapon damage more normalized across all ammo types so they can follow up with just removing ammo boxes entirely to open up playstyles? I'd like to see the archetypes be about uses over just having some stuff have huge DPS. This is actually a really good question. I'm not actually... I've never actually thought about this. Never thought about this. What if it was more about usage? 
No, you'd still have to have damage be separate because why would you... A machine gun is a, is like a slow-firing auto-rifle. So why would you ever use a machine gun if it wasn't like a damage-based decision? You see what I'm saying? There'd have to be... There has to be damage differences between them. There has to be. Because that's, that's how guns and games like this function in a very, very general sense. You're you're going in and saying okay in this encounter i'm gonna stuff the majors with a shotgun i'm gonna use the machine gun to pepper this major or that boss or whatever i don't think you could do that i don't think it would work because as i've said in other videos there are tiers of enemies and there are tiers of weapons and the weapons generally line up with the tiers of enemies because you're you know you're getting out your shotgun for the mid-tier you're barrel stuffing mid-tier you're saving damage for bosses and mini bosses you're using your primary for the trash ads there is a there's just a natural flow there's too much in the identity and the flow of the game that would just completely break a lot of that king boomstick does destiny 2 need more drops more ammo drops more enhancement core drops more loot drops drops that can be broken down into more materials uh i feel like i get plenty of blues that you break down and they don't actually have a lot of they don't actually have a lot of use i mean you get what is it gunsmith materials and maybe some glimmer uh as far as enhancement cores and as far as your ammo drops we've addressed the ammo drops pretty much exhaustively at this point but enhancement core drops are fine if they're not an infusion the problem with the system right now is you have an economy that is shared across both infusion and both mastery and those those behaviors in a game are in conflict they're completely different i'm gonna give you an example imagine needing imagine needing a somewhat rare coin in anthem to craft really rare guns like the highest level you can go is 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 rare I think or epic I think epic so you can you know you craft epic and you need this rare coin to do that and the higher up you go in your crafting the more of those coins you need imagine if those same coins needed to be used to equip your new gear in anthem you'd be like wait what so I'm just equipping gear and I'm burning through I don't think you can craft legendaries tracker the highest you can craft in anthem isn't legendary it's epic i think legendaries are found masterworks are also found i don't think you can craft those i think you have to find those uh so that would be like in conflict you're like wait so a very basic decision equipping gear in anthem i got to use these coins i want to save those coins because i want to craft really strong stuff it would it short circuits the flow of decision making it like doesn't make sense it's like and that's what's going on in destiny infusion is literally just player volition oh i'm leveling up i got a prime or i got this or i got that they've increased prime drops they've increased the jumps from milestones so you're having those big jumps and those needs to infuse more regularly and when that happens it's it's short-circuited because, oh, I need enhancement cores. Enhancement cores are rare. Look how much time I spent this morning doing all the stuff for Spider to get some enhancement cores. That was, that was like, probably an entire play session for, like, a somewhat casual, a very casual player. That's, that's two play sessions to get 
through all of his bounties, you gotta get the fragments, after you get the fragments, you gotta get the, the bounties, after you get the bounties, you gotta go do the bounties, a lot of the bounties for Spider to get enhancement cores, you're standing around freaking waiting for HVTs. So, and as, as Eugene is saying, the whole system is broken down. He has over 500 cores, hardly masterworks anything, because he's just saving them from infusion later. So nobody's masterworking anything. Like, I... I have a ton. I have 82. I regularly buy what I need. But here's here's something that a lot of people don't realize about Masterwork cores. Enhancement cores. This is what they don't realize. Oh, I have plenty. What's the problem? Just do X, Y, and Z and you'll have some. Okay. When you can sit down and not even bat an eye because you're a streamer and you can just devote six hours of destiny just cuz just oh it's a tuesday i feel like playing destiny and you and you put in six hours you can do all those things because you have more time when you have six hours over an entire week and those are your play sessions it you don't have the luxury to like just go do some bounties for spider there's other things you'd like to do maybe you want to do strikes maybe you want to play pvp maybe you want to run some raids those are the things you would like to do or maybe you just want to run milestones because you're trying to level up and you're like i don't want to spend my entire week doing bounties for spider for enhancement cores that's jarring that's not what i want to do you're just frustrating player volition. People don't understand that, like, because you're a hardcore player, it, it, it permits you luxuries that the casuals don't have. Now, that doesn't mean you casualify the grind, but you have to make an argument about what benefit is there in frustrating player volition. What's the net benefit? Is it benefiting you as a hardcore player? No. Oh, I, I, it extends the playtime. No, it doesn't. You're just going and running bounties. Like, is that really extending the playtime for you? You could be doing other things. They're leveling up just as fast. They get that prime drop, and it's a 625. They're like, well, I don't like this sidearm. I'd like to infuse this sidearm into my hand cannon that I like. It's a big jump, 625, but I don't, I don't have any enhancement cores. I gotta go get enhancement cores. It's just, it short circuits the flow of player volition, decision making, and everything else. It doesn't, it's convoluted. It's, it's convoluted. And if... If they were to do it in any other game, people would immediately call it for what it is. Like, this doesn't... Why are you doing this? Why are you making basic player volition, equipping gear, a point of frustration? What What's the point? It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. So... I would I want to see it removed for that reason to empower people to be able to just equip what they want and make the decisions they want. Thanery. Would opening up where reserve and scavenger perks can be help or is it purely brick drop issues? I get 30 purple in a lost sector and none in a raid fight. Right, like there's no rhyme or reason to it. There's no there is no rhyme or reason to it. It's not like you can oh if I kill these ads or if I do this thing, th- th- there is literally Zero logic applied. None. Eugene says, I used to argue they were fine for infusion, but now that it's now that it's making it so I don't want to masterwork, even though I have so many, I realize how stupid the system is. Right, like it's a it's an economy that is shared, it's 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 touching two activities that are completely unrelated. Infusion, when the new season comes out, is completely unrelated and has nothing to do with the mastery of the gear that you really, really like. They're not related to each other, but they're intrinsically tied because they share an economy. 
But yeah, Thannery, the problem is the ammo. I don't think it's the ammo finders. I think it's the ammo economy is the problem. And so your ammo finders seem incredibly inconsistent because the ammo system beneath it is inconsistent. Uh, it's high noon. Would you like would you like it if they added raid banners to the other raids? And primary ammo finder is useless. Well, useless perks are fine. I think we've we've touched on that. Having useless perks is okay because it makes the it makes the primo perks you know they're less likely, and then you have that excitement when you finally get the perks that you want, and I think that's okay. Now, adding raid banners to the other raids, sure, sure. I don't think they needed raid banners. I don't think they needed raid banners. I think a new encounter or a wipe should just feed you ammo and super energy. I, I, they now maybe they had to do it because the rally flag was something that was already in the game and it was just easier to say give them a deployable rally flag maybe that was easier than saying a team wipe replenishes everything well, well people are going to get to an activity and have to wipe then that would have required maybe some more finesse of saying well as soon as you get as soon as you get to the encounter everything replenishes like maybe they just didn't have time to do that it was just easier to do rally flags so yeah, I mean, rally flags in the two raid layers in Leviathan would probably be a, a smart play. Hobbit Spartan with three months. That's a blue badge. Thank you so much. Uh, the son of X. Hi, Lono. Do you think the lack of ammo drops for some players is caused by a lack of perks that cause more drops for specific ammo types? Again, I think the perks themselves are working on top of an inconsistent system. Tubboat86. I've had a big issue in Gambit mode with ammo. I had games with zero heavy ammo drops. If the other team has better RNG with heavy ammo drops, they get a big advantage. Maybe remove heavy drops completely from Gambit and increase rate of spawns. Well, I outlined an even bigger problem than what you're saying. There's a perk, there's a mod you can get from the Leviathan, um, I'm sorry, Last Wish raid that if you kill a taken enemy with a grenade, you get heavy ammo. I was using that on my Warlock in the Bergusia Forge, except it's from the Scourge of the Past raid, so it's a grenade, a kill on a Fallen. Feeds me heavy ammo. Oh, it's great. I, I, I get heavy ammo anytime I want, anytime I have a grenade, right? So, what happens? You go into Gambit, you put that perk on, and every single section you have a grenade, kill an ad with a grenade, and you get heavy ammo. If you're running Queen Breaker, and your team is running Queen Breaker, and you're all running that perk then you just completely destroyed Gambit. Don't forget, there's Fallen Armaments too, and a fourth of your games are Fallen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I mean, you can honestly switch the gear if it's Fallen, and then if it's taken, use it on the... Your, you know, use it on Invaders. You just use it on Invaders, and you get... You get the... You get the Invaders on the platform with your, with your grenade, and then you automatically get ammo. And then the fallen one too. That's just yeah, it's game over. I if everybody has power ammo on the other team because they're running that perk, there's virtually nothing you can do. Especially if they're all running Queen Breakers or Thunderlords. You're just getting to be toast. So ammo economy and gambit is its own problem. It's its own problem. I don't know the solution because what are they gonna do? You can't disable perks. That's that's annoying. That's like a locked loadout. Yeah, sorry, man. You can't that perk and that stuff and your awesome build. You're de-incentivizing grind whenever you do that. That's one of Bungie's biggest hurdles. They've got to climb over. Okay, 
how do you motivate people to grind and go for really good builds and really good gear if if when they get the really really good stuff it breaks content so you either nerf said stuff or some people are like oh just disable just disable that in there or disable heavy drops or just disable the perk i <laughs> well then what what reason does somebody have to go for the really really good stuff if you're just going to be like oh it's powerful disable it <laughs> or nerf it it just that's one of bungie's biggest problems with destiny is you grind for power and the power is exciting and then the power breaks pvp and gambit yeah look at sleeper sleeper becomes this major point of complaint everybody complains about sleeper sleeper gets its aim assist nerfed does literally nothing to improve the gambit experience queen breaker as i said the first day i fought against someone with queen breaker i was like this is 10 times more annoying than the sleeper I even made a tweet and I said, you know, the sleeper was like, people say I'm annoying in Gambit and Queenbreaker was like, hold my beer because people are going to be way more annoyed with Queenbreaker uh, given the time. So it. And there's nothing wrong with Queenbreakers and there's nothing wrong with the sleeper. It's it's a particular environment and a particular mechanism and system that's breaking it. It's wall hacks and an overshield and all of that combines into a really nasty recipe of <laughs> being broken and overpowered and frustrating. Rusty, we're super powerful in PvE. We can pretty much melt everything in the game as a fire team as long as we get a little bit of power and energy ammo. We don't need full ammo reserves to do that. Can you think of a reason from Bungie's perspective why they would even want to cripple the ammo economy in the first place? I can't think of a reason because just just play alright I'm just going to play with just the breakneck for a little bit I'm not going to use my Prometheus I'm not going to use my heavy Okay, it becomes it can become pretty frustrating now the breakneck's pretty universal so it's a little bit in its own class it is pretty strong but as soon as the strong guys come out you're going to notice that the flow gets disrupted I have no problem handling the reds and the even the even the orange with the breakneck Okay, but as soon as the as soon as the Colossus comes out, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have a problem. I'm gonna be facing a efficiency problem. Now, the Valender Forge isn't the best example because this is quite an easier forge. It's a little bit easier than the others. Go into the forge where you have the the Bergusia Forge, where there are servitors, and there are shielded captains, and there are vandals that are yellow bar. They're a little bit they're a little bit stronger okay now imagine doing that with only your primary every time a servitor comes out you've just got to dump ammo mag after ammo mag into the servitor that's when everything starts to slow down like as soon as this guy shows up if i'm only using my primary it like look at how slow the flow of combat has gotten for me now I'm getting overrun, I'm getting pushed back, I've got this guy in my face, he's taking longer to kill, now this guy got to advance because I was distracted, but why? Because I'm using a primary, and there's this there's this swath of variety of enemies before me, and I'm using one weapon. So it doesn't make sense to starve green or purple ammo, it doesn't. You, you should be getting equipped, there should be enough drops, So and this is why I really have grown to like trace rifles in forges, because the ammo economy is so good, all I need is a couple of green bricks to drop, and I'm right back in business, 
I mean, I'm just going to sit here and hold the button down with this thing on people. And I'll pick up one or two bricks and I get all my ammo. I just ran over something and got 166. I mean, there's so much green on the ground. I don't even know if I'm running special ammo finder. But there is a crap ton of green on the ground. So the flow of combat gets disrupted. It's not even about like, I don't think Bungie's sitting there saying, we better starve them of ammo because they're going to be too strong. I don't, I don't think that's it at all. I think it's more about they pivoted from a double primary system and pivoting from that double primary system broke the ammo economy. Because they said, oh, I got an idea. Let's do, let's, let's do ammo finders. And because we're going to do ammo finders, let's lower the drop rate on all the ammo so then people feel an incentive to use and feel rewarded by ammo finders. But I think in the process, they wires got crossed and the ammo economy just got demolished. It's just mega inconsistent. And if Bungie's response is going to be, we, this is how we intend it to work. It's meant to be, it's meant to be you know, like having layers of RNG in the ammo drops. I just think that grates against super, super in a big way, grates against the, the nature of combat and, and what this game is setting out to be. Uh, Mihoy Pinoy, welcome back, Lono. Do you think the reduction in ammo is a result of Bunchy making the game more difficult in end game content? For example, making each shot count instead of spray and pray. I mean, if that's their goal, I don't think it, you're achieving it. When I go into the Burguzia Forge, there's not a single moment where I'm like, you know what? It's a really good thing they're limiting ammo. I have to be really choosy with my shots. It's this servitor is going to take a thousand years to kill because I don't have any shotgun ammo. And if I use my heavy ammo, then I'm not going to have any heavy ammo for the boss. And if I don't have heavy ammo for the boss, then I'm not going to be able to kill the boss. And if I can't kill the boss, we're going to fail. And that's frustrating. So what do you do? You sit on your heavy ammo and you use your whisper at the end. You consistently run out of shotgun ammo, so you're running around with a primary like an idiot chiseling down servitors. If that's their version of making something harder, to an extent, you might be right. Because what's that? What have they dialed in since since Prestige Leviathan? How do we make content harder? I've got it. Make the guardians feel really, really weak. That's it. That's a reward for getting to the end game. Hi, welcome to the end game. Everything's delta scaled. Ammo's dropping really infrequently. Oh, and these prestige encounters require a loadout. Like that's been. Oh, uh, what was it? Uh, Age of. Was it Age of Triumph? No, it wasn't Age of Triumph. It was. Oh, I'm forgetting the name of it. Solstice of Heroes. Solstice of Heroes. Everything you were weak in everything. Like that was how they made it hard. Lower ammo drops in endgame combat very could that could be their way of making that that content harder. You could be right. It's right in line with what they've done since Prestige Leviathan. Oh, you want it to be hard? You're weak. Have fun with that. Oh, we're gonna brag about the completion time for the last wish raid. You delta scaled everybody so extreme that they got to the second encounter and they were underleveled. The second encounter! After cheesing and exploiting and getting past soft caps and farming for prime ingrams people were still most of us under leveled at the second encounter that's how they made last wish difficult it could be that it could be what they're doing trevster just trying to understand wouldn't that break value of heavy versus primary if you had a rotation of heavy why would you ever not change 
shooting your heavy since it's the most efficient killing gun in your three? Well, obviously you'd put stop like you'd put backstops in place. You wouldn't maybe like rocket, heavy brick, rocket, heavy brick, rocket, 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 heavy bricks everywhere. Like that's that's obviously an over over realization of what I'm asking for. But if you use your rocket intelligently and you get a multi kill and that has a probability of dropping a brick, now we're talking. Oh, there's a bunch of ads over there. This is gonna be fun. Watch this. Shh. Boom! Five of them with one rocket or two grenades from a grenade launcher. And I got a purple brick from that. That's awesome! That Instead of being like, oh, there's a whole bunch of ads over there. I, be- I better throw a grenade. Oh, I don't have a grenade? Okay. Okay, they're all dead. You dial in the same combat decision for every every batch of ads. Every every group grouped up version of ads. It, I'm, not, I'm not saying that every time you use your 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 power ammo, you should get power ammo back, right? I, I'm not saying that. That's extreme. You don't you don't want to have it be so over realized that power ammo is never a problem. I really like the feel. Right now, they've done such a good job with the feel of primary, secondaries, and heavies. Like if you have a really good primary and secondary heavy build, it feels really, really good, but it doesn't feel good when two thirds of your loadout is ammo starved. Just like, what? What? I I can't do anything. I get it, but if it's decision based, couldn't you make that decision, always make the decision if you get heavy, it would be rotationary, right? Like your chainsaw example of doom. Well, right, you'd have to say you can only get heavy ever so often. There'd be a cooldown on it, maybe. There'd be a cooldown on it. You can't just, like, multi-kill, 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 and then there's just heavy everywhere, so you just always multi-kill. You, you, like, I get what you're saying, but put a cooldown on it. I think they could put a cooldown on it. They, they do that all the time. Uh, 16 months from Hot Tub. Thank you so much. Happy Monday. Welcome back, Lono. Bring back Ammo Sense, mic drop. No, that's not a mic drop. Ammo Sense is not the solution. You want people on console doing this? Hang on a minute, guys. Hang on. All right. I'm st- it's still loading. I-, I know I'm getting shot. I'm sorry. I-, I thought I was behind the wall. All right, cool. I got my ammo synth popped. You want people doing that in combat, in endgame content? No. The-, the flow of combat, the flow of combat should feed the flow of combat. What the heck did you just say, Lono? The flow of combat should feed the flow of combat as I'm engaging in combat I should just be getting stuff this is actually a really good roll this is a good roll on here dragonfly disruption break and light mag I don't know what I should be going for on the ringing nail does anybody know what we should be going for I don't know uh so that in my mind is better than going into your menu and getting and getting you know an ammo synth a different gun. Oh, Dragonfly Rampage? Ooh, okay. Let's look for Dragonfly Rampage today. That'll be fun. My Cousin Vinny, do you think they should adjust the chances that ammo drops via the Ammo Finder perks? Having multiple heavy special perks uh, seems to not work for me. We've already addressed this. It's the ammo economy system. The perks are not bugged, according to Cosmo. Now, maybe they need to have more of an impact, a more noticeable impact, but they do. They do at times have a noticeable impact, but it's random. Why? ammo systems inconsistent for king ruler are you excited for season of shadows more than drifter and why i'm tentatively uh i am tentatively more excited for season of the shadow 
because because I'm not a fan of Gambit. So if if Gambit is the centerpiece of of Joker's Wild, then I'm not going to be super happy, right? If it's if it's 70% of the content, like how much of Black Armory is forges? It's pretty much all the content. There's four forges, all the guns, everything. And then the raid, right? Well, there's no raid in in Joker's Wild. There's a pinnacle gambit activity. So I again, maybe that's what they're going to think of it like this. What if it's like this? You got the four forges and you got a raid, okay? So what's Gambit going to bring that's a swap out for that? Well, there's no raid, but they're going to do a pinnacle Gambit activity instead. And then over here, the day-to-day combat content loop that they're adding will be something that ha- isn't centered around Gambit. Because Cosmo indicated it's not all Gambit, but you could say it's not all Gambit and one piece of it could be not centered around Gambit and you'd be telling the truth. Uh, so I, I'm, not, I'm not as excited for Joker's Wild for that reason. I also think Penumbra has the chance to be more interesting story-wise because I'm a little bit more interested in what they're going to do with Callus, and it does seem like we're going back to the Leviathan. Filthy says, should primary ammo limits even be a thing? When you run out of primary ammo, the game auto-fills your ammo after a short amount of time. Why not just let primaries have infinite ammo reserves? Um, I don't know. It's never bothered me. I've never been like, yeah, you know, primary ammo, we should just have it infinitely. I'm okay with there being like a sense of... Because think about it like this. There are perks like drop mag that suddenly become not painful if you have infinite ammo. You're not you're not losing you're not losing ammo. There are ammo reserve perks. There are there are different things you can do to the guns that influence your decision and your efficiency that's tied to the fact that you can get low on ammo and be like, oh man, I need I need to either go for an ammo run or switch or something like that. Um so yeah and then it becomes problematic because there's things like sweet business uh, there's the breakneck. There's a lot of weapons that would suddenly become almost, I don't know, not broken, but kind of borderline silly with infinite ammo. Um, even though there's a number, I don't think I've ever not had primary. Right. But again, if you're using a hand cannon with drop mag or like a pulse rifle with drop mag, you'll, if you're not careful, you'll feel the pain of drop mag. You will. Now, drop mag on an auto rifle, like on my half Dan, I tell people all the time, like, dude, drop mag on an auto rifle is great because you don't feel it as much. The ammo economy on an auto rifle is significantly better than that on a hand cannon. If you're using drop mag on a hand cannon, you're very quickly going to be like, dude, I'm getting low. You know, I'm going to run out of ammo if I'm not careful. It's more posture than anything, right? I mean, it's basically the threat of running out. Because if you get... I mean, it happens on hand cannons with drop mag, but that's about it. So, maybe you're right. Maybe it's not even needed, but... It would feel weird to suddenly have infinite ammo in Destiny on your primary. That'd be a huge departure from four years of a system that I don't think needs that... That's not really the change that's needed, right? The ammo economy just needs to feed you ammo on a regular basis. Ride an hour. If the armor perks for, say, Special Ammo Finder made a noticeable difference, would that be a decent start? Well, they do make... We've Yeah, we've addressed this. They make a noticeable difference, but the problem is is they're a noticeable difference on an inconsistent system. Skaz, how's the state of Destiny now? I completely quit it, but I'm still interested in anything else improved or not. Um, 
I mean, player base numbers have dropped out of the the PVE's not in the millions anymore. It's in the like upper eight hundred thousands, and that's to be expected. I think the anthem the anthem demo did what I predicted it would do. I said that the anthem VIP demo would lower player engagement, and it has. I think the same is going to be the same can be said for this coming weekend. The anthem demo that's going to be public will it will affect the player engagement pools now tomorrow and the rest of the week will probably be pretty good because there will be the the last word quest i just text destiny tracker for the player base stuff so if if the tracker numbers are you know to be believed then the rhythm of player engagement is kind of where i expected it to be i thought as soon as anthem was on the player it was on the the, the table player base numbers were going to drop understandably that's what happens when new games come out that's what happens when people can play a new game right they they go and try the new game red dead redemption lowered player engagement so the state of destiny now is if you haven't been playing there's actually a lot to do i think the grind for the forge weapons is, is addicting you can just kind of mindlessly talk and go for the role that you want uh if you haven't leveled up leveling has been streamlined you know, and every couple of weeks there's a new thing happening, right? If you're a fan of Destiny, every couple of weeks there's something happening. And the opening of a forge, a new weapon, an exotic quest, you know, Crimson Days, you know, the, the seasonal changes. I think there's there's a there's a good trickle of stuff to do. I don't think people are going to know life Destiny the way they used to. That's going to continue to go down. And I think a couple of things are going to contribute to that, okay? I think that new games are going to contribute to that people are going to be splitting their time with division people are going to be splitting their time with anthem not because those games are competing but because they're similar games there's loot and it's a it's a game as service there's a hobby that's intended to sort of be the result of division and anthem like diablo and and destiny and so i think more and more people are going to fairweather destiny i think hardcore players are going to always kind of come back, chase the loot, have a good time, try out the new raid, try out the new activities, try to get the new dope stuff. And I would I would say that's actually probably healthier for the player base, personally. As long as people are coming back, like, if people become apathetic, if people become apathetic and indifferent, that's when you're in danger. But if people are coming back... And their their time frame is more rhythmic and predictable, but still consistent. I think that's a really good place for Destiny to be. I think if if it's a predictable sort of if we release this, we release that. If we do this and we do that, then people will have a reason to come back. They'll play. They'll put this much time in. The hardcore players will put you know about this many hours in a day and week. That's a good place to be. And I think players will enjoy themselves more. I think it's when we basically don't have anything else to play and we don't have anything else to do. I think that's when the little, the littlest thing in destiny puts people in like this super hyper critical complaint mode. Now, somebody in chat came in and was like, all this guy does is complain. Well, I mean, if you come in and sample five minutes of my channel and I'm ranting about a problem in destiny, that you could catch me for five minutes defending something in destiny somebody did that this morning I was defending something in Anthem while also making criticisms about things in Anthem that need changed and somebody said I was being a shill I was paid to like Anthem right 
there's always going to be that that there's different shades of criticism but I think what ends up happening is people get burned out on the game where they have nothing else to play and they get stuck in a rut where everything is negative everything sucks everything is bad I just highlighted a bunch of things about Destiny that I think are good are worthy of your time it's fun to come back and have stuff to chase it can be addicting if you're chasing a certain role there's good rhythm right I think it's hard to see those positives when there's nothing else. You're doing nothing else but Destiny. You're just you're just grinding, 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 grinding. You're like, well, there's nothing left to do, man. I got God rolls on everything. Anthem will need PvP for long term. I don't think you understand Anthem if you think that. You don't understand Anthem. Diablo doesn't need it. Diablo does just fine without PvP. And if Anthem can get into a similar lane with like seasons and like a rift-like system, I, you don't need PvP. It isn't necessary, and it would kill, kill so much of the identity and bandwidth. They'd have to devote so much time to balancing, so much time to, you know, oh, what what are we gonna do? What are we gonna? Oh, this is too strong. That's too strong. People are complaining about this or that or this build or that build. No, PvP is a. It would be a horrible mistake for Anthem a year from now if they want to add a mode maybe but they got to get that game off the ground before they even consider that uh, Train welcome back Lono thanks for all you do did they ever address the armor perks for ammo yeah Cosmo said they're working um, I know when Heavyweight is on in the Nightfall it seems to work but the armor doesn't yeah that's actually a really interesting point Heavyweight does seem to very very consistently work it does I, when Heavyweight is on I do notice that I get a lot of heavy drops I don't know. That's interesting. Because I falsely concluded the one time. I was like, oh, I'm getting heavy all the time. And somebody's like, yeah, because heavyweight's on. But yeah, they confirmed that it's working. But again, it's working on top of a bad ammo economy. Uh, FS Cabin, do you think they made power weapons too OP? If you had too much access to power ammo, then you'd be able to blow through content faster than Bungie once. I already addressed this as long as they put a cooldown on it. Listen, you're talking about an extreme and so am I. If I run three Burguzia Forges and get zero power bricks, that is stupid and arguably broken, okay? It's more stupid than anything. It's like, this is endgame content. Why are you not feeding me power ammo? What the frick is going on, right? You're going to the other extreme. I'm not saying that I should run three forges and just use my machine gun the whole time. I'm not arguing that at all. I argued for combat rhythm to be fed, right? You're being fed what you needed to do the dope things. Think of it this way. Anthem is more abilities-based than gun-based. And your abilities in Anthem have a cooldown. So they're coming back in a rhythm. So I can't just spam like, yeah, missile, yeah, grenade, missile, grenade, missile, grenade. Their power and their punch gets completely turned into white noise at that point. They don't feel powerful. They just feel like, this is all I use, right? So they're showing up in a rhythm, okay? Power ammo and green ammo should be showing up in a rhythm so I can regularly use them. I, it's, that's, that's it. That, there's nothing wrong with that. It'd be like Anthem saying, that missile thing you got is pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you're going to play an entire mission and never be able to use that missile. Why? Uh, well, we want your cooldowns on your abilities to be RNG. What? This is the primary means of combat in, in Anthem. Why, why are you doing that? So being like, eh, 
eh, you're gonna play three or four forges and you might not ever see power ammo why well just because rng and reasons and that like what argument could there be made for playing that much content and not getting fed what feeds the rhythm as I said before, if if you had perks on any of your other armor in Destiny that worked as inconsistently as Ammo Finder, you'd be like, why the frick would I use this? Reloading is randomly faster, right? But Ammo Finder is, is coming down and it's touching a broken system, so it's like this perk feels useless. That just shouldn't be the case, ever. Perks should not feel useless. They should feel like they have an impact on your gameplay. And if it is, if there are, if there are four things, five, there's five things at your disposal. I'm sorry, six. I'm, I'm struggling here. There's six things at your disposal for combat in Destiny, okay? You got three weapons, a melee, a grenade, and a super. Six things, okay? Half of those things are on a cooldown. You've got, you've got grenade, you got melee, and then you got super. They're all on a cooldown. And they're on a cooldown in relation to their power. Your super is on the slowest cooldown because it's so powerful, right? Melee and grenade. Melee, I think, comes back a little bit faster than grenade, doesn't it? Because it's not as impactful as grenades. I, I, I might be wrong about that. But half your abilities are on cooldown. The other half of your combat choices are, are weapons. Similar thing, right? power ammo should be dropping less often because it's like your super the cooldown the cooldown of getting your power ammo back should feel kind of like a super it's like every once in a while not quite as extreme as a super it's not like blade barrage and then green ammo similar thing should be showing up you know a lot of the time and as milo is pointing out that out of those six things we use our super um, i'm sorry we use our weapons 90 percent of the time so it just feed me ammo. It's like I said in Anthem, if they were like this entire mission, you might not be able to use your one ability because we put the cooldown on a randomizer. You'd be like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I want to use my missile ability. It's what I use for 70% of the time I'm doing combat, right? I go in, I hit a melee, I get a missile to get the combo. I throw a grenade to get another combo. I'm doing that most of the time. Those are my abilities. It's an abilities-based game. And if you put ability cooldowns in an abilities-based game on an RNG cooldown, down, people would get really aggravated if 90% of what I'm doing is using guns and you're feeding me ammo inconsistently so I can literally run entire missions, strikes, nightfalls and forges and never see power ammo that's a problem that's that, that's that's a problem That that you're you're basically going back to what it felt like in double primary I just, I'm running around with primaries you know you would you would definitely they need to look at it. They need to look at it. Uh, Dead Architect. Have you heard anything about Bones of AO coming back? I have not heard anything about that. Bones was pretty nice, but the Hunter has... The Hunter's exotics are way too powerful. Nobody would use Bones. Nobody is going to take off. I'm just going to rattle off a couple for you here. Shards of Galanor, Ophidia Spath, Raiden Flux, and Orpheus Rig would... And, and Celestial Nighthawk would never be replaced by Bones of AO. And there's Stompies too. Some people really, really like Stompies. Nobody would use Bones of AO it, it, with Stompies. And then even if, even if you like Stompies, I mean, 
<laughs> Orpheus Rig, Raiden Flux, Ophidia Space, and Shards of Galanor are just dumb strong. So even if you don't have Stompies or don't really like Stompies, I <laughs> there is a uh, there's so many exotics for um there's so many exotics for for the hunter that are super strong. Sorry, an update popped up for the stream deck. I probably should have read what it has, but I was worried about dropping frames. Uh, Wolf5283. Do you think Zur is now useless that he's not selling Forsaken Exotics? Uh, I'm missing six armor pieces, one for Hunter, one for Titan, four for Warlock. Uh, he's not worthless because you can always buy the Faded Ingram and hope for a better roll. He can always carry a gun, uh, an exotic piece of armor that has a better roll than what you have because, like, you know, all the ones I just rattled off... Ophidia Space, Raiden Flux, and the Orpheus Rigs. Just for just for the hunter. If he's carrying those and has a better roll than what you have, you can buy them. And you can buy the Faded Ingram. Uh, so that too. I should probably visit Zer actually and do that. I don't where well, I'll need to figure out where he is, because he disappears uh, tomorrow at reset. Um Death Monkey. Do you think changing Glimmer back to being able to buy ammo from the gunsmith would fix that? No. No. He's on Titan? Okay. No, I don't think so. I, I don't think... I don't think... Re, I don't think synths... Ammo synths are the solution. I don't. I, I Buying a consumable and having a consumable... The, the load times on, on console are slow enough as it is. The last thing you want people doing is, is getting an endgame content... You're not solving the ammo economy. You're still starving them of ammo, and they're pulling up their dadgum menu to get ammo. That just isn't... Like, Doom, you chainsaw something, and you get ammo, right? Anthem, there's ammo all over the ground. You just go run and pick it up, and it keeps you in the combat loot. Destiny's like, sorry, no ammo. Go into your menu and hold down the X button. Like, that's stupid. I'm not saying that your idea is stupid. I'm saying that just doesn't... It doesn't flow. It doesn't flow. We had ammo synth, and it was like rally flags, you know, or in a raid. You'd be like, give me a second, let me pop this thing. Yeah. You know, I personally, going into a menu for ammo in a shooter, just I, it, there's just something so silly about that. So incredibly silly. So we might not be able to pull this one back from the fire. It throw me into an in-progress. Uh, it threw me into an in-progress one. We're going to see if we can't get this... Uh, done here though I'm just going to keep killing blues until we net some time uh, Kirkmania do you think they could work ammo drops into our skills like melee kills or grenades without the need for additional perks the, the, I mean that's another thing they could do any 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 ability kill could feed you an ammo brick and then maybe again if there was something in the game that detected okay this guy hasn't got he's getting low on green he's getting low on purple let's feed him let's feed him that ammo on his next melee kill again the game is being intelligent and not and not stupid because right now it it, it, it feels kind of stupid to literally be just running around and not getting ammo um, and getting thrown into an in progress failing forge I mean that again somebody somebody got a kill at the buzzer there that was actually impressive you know at I don't, I don't have a problem with it being tied to our skills because, again, that's player decision then. You could basically say, I'm getting low on ammo. I'm going to throw a grenade over there. I mean, that's what I was doing with that ammo, that mod, right? 
So they kind of already did that, didn't they? Right? I, whenever I was in the the Bergusia Forge, I was I had a mod, and I would know I was getting low, and I would use the mod to to get the uh, to get the, the the ammo back from. Oh, we failed, or did we get the twentieth to hit? No, we failed. I killed the guy in the buzzer, and it didn't count. Dad gum, that is so stupid. Uh. This should be way more forgiving on that countdown, especially if you're going to throw people into a failing, into a failing forge. So yeah, I'd be fine with the Tidor skills. SMG four four four. Do you think Bungie should take off hidden juggler modifier and activities outside of strikes? Yeah, they just need to get the ammo economy straightened out, and I think juggler is a part of that. Thaus eighteen. I found myself running out of secondary and power ammo constantly in nightfalls when our fire team is under the recommended power level. Thinking of the in the eyes of the challenge seeker, do you think this is a hidden way to make you grind? the power level isn't there something you can turn on that starves you ammo isn't there already a modifier you can turn that on on the challenge card what's that called there's something you can put on if famine or something there's already something you can do to do that what's it called famine all ammunition drops are significantly reduced you can just turn famine on if you want that you know Again, that's initiated by the player. That's like the challenge. That's like the difficulty spectrum argument. If the player is initiating and saying, "Give me famine, give me ammo drops that are less frequent," so I've really got to think about the flow of combat and what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it. That'd be great. But again, if the ammo economy was tweaked to where player decision making could influence when and how ammo drops, famine could be a much better perk. Because then you could basically drain your weapons, but then know that you have some level of recourse. We'll call it the chainsaw mechanic, right? There's some chainsaw mechanic that you can do in Destiny to feed yourself ammo. Again, that would make famine a more sensible, you know, modifier because you'd say, well, yeah, it's going to be really, really hard. Ammo's not going to be dropping all that often. And I'd have to, I'd have to say, give me, give me this, give me my ammo back by doing whatever. He doesn't want that. He's saying overleveled activities force far greater ammo use, which they do, because crap takes longer to kill, but it's not a a deliberate ploy. It's an oversight. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, that's just an outlier problem. Again, if you put on famine, even as I said, if if you're playing harder content, you'd still want to have the option to, I need heavy ammo, I'm going to whittle this guy down and whittle this guy down, and then I'm going to get a multi-kill to try to get my ammo back. Like, there would be strategy and engagement choices that you would make. He is saying, do you think Bungie is preventing ammo at lower levels to promote grinding to higher levels as a tinfoil theory? No, I don't think that's what's going on. I think they pivoted away from double primary, and when they pivoted away from double primary, I think they made tweaks to the ammo system because you were going to be getting green too often... And because you're going to be getting green too often, they made tweaks to it. And they also added ammo finder perks that are supposed to make up the difference, but they don't make up the difference because the ammo drops inconsistently. Uh, Superman. My biggest complaint is when switching from one heavy to a different heavy, I lose most of the ammo. If they level that off, do you think that would help? I mean, this is another thing that I just don't understand why it's still in the game. I, th- the perfect example is the Bergusia Forge. I'm running around with a machine gun, and I know the Whisper is way better for the boss fight. 
what's the matter with me playing the whole time on my machine gun and then having like 80 bullets and it's saying that's enough for one or two mags of the of the whisper so when the boss comes i go and i switch my gear i i don't understand why that's a problem what what's the what is that breaking now people i don't know if they're worried about pvp when they do this when they're like no if you switch you lose ammo uh you know and i get what t-funk is saying if you have six rockets you have six rockets not sniper shots but who gives a frick man it's heavy ammo like you're applying a rule that the game doesn't apply when i go up to the the ammo finder it's not like here's rockets it says here's heavy ammo like you know what i'm saying i'm literally picking up a generic brick that feeds any gun in that in that type i i don't know i when i switch it should consider my reserves, but at the very least, if I have ammo for my machine gun, enough for a mag. It should be mag-based, right? If I have enough ammo for a mag of machine gun, that should be enough for a mag of the spindle, the whisper. It should be enough for a mag of a grenade launch. Now, rockets get screwed here, because they only have one rocket, but that's, you know, rockets need tweaked in general. So... Yeah, switching, I, switching just seems, there's just no reason to punish. And if you're going to apply that logic and be like, yeah, but you got rockets and not sniper ammo, I'm just going to shrug my shoulders and be like, who the frick cares? If I'm suddenly in the middle of a fight and I realize, man, I would really like to have a shotgun instead of this weapon, you know, or a fused rifle instead of this weapon, I feel like I should be able to switch and not be penalized. I don't know. Spartan Master. Lono, do you think Destiny 2 can benefit from any new types of game modes? And if so, what kind of modes could they be introduced? Uh, Game modes struggle to get off the ground because it's an older franchise. People People get set in their ways. You know, people are always like, why do they always add the same game types to PvP, you know, PvP games? Like, Control and, you know, you know, domination and all these, they're all, they're all basically the same. Why do they do that? Well, they do that because people get stuck in their ways and they won't play the other game types. I, (laughs) it happens, you know, and it, and it turns into something that's difficult to imagine, uh, manage. Gambit is, is a mess with respect to balance. Uh, anytime they do something with predictable spawns like Rift or Breakthrough, it becomes a total train wreck of spawn trapping. There's it just it's I think it's tough to invent new games, manage those new games, and then have people actually care and be interested in the new game, <laughs> in the new modes. It's just, it's too established as a franchise, and even if it wasn't a super established franchise, shooters just continue to fall into those tropes because I just think that's what people like. Give me team deathmatch. Give me domination. Right? That's it. A capture the flag mode with sparrows would be pretty fun because you could like hop on the back of your sparrow and then get get a noticeable get a noticeable you know speed rush like running across or ripping across an area. But other than that, I I don't think I don't think there's room for a whole lot of game modes. Yeah, bring back Sparrow Racing League. Let's waste bandwidth on that gimmick. I, yeah, there is a, there is a very, very giant hurdle in the way of new game modes. And that's just players get stuck in a rut. Jar explosion. 
Just a quick follow-up to my last one. Primary weapons can still be for trash with how Rampage and Kill Clip make them the best option, where the larger burst weapons like rockets and machine guns were more around buff-debuff application. Again, I'm not saying that you're putting out a bad idea. You're describing a different game. You are describing a different game. I could get behind what you're saying. I can. You could basically say that the function of a gun down here is debuff or buff or ensnaring, right? And here it could be I don't I don't know. You'd have to really think smartly about it. I'm okay with guns having a role instead of guns having a power role. But this is a power fantasy game. And in a power fantasy game, I think it just makes sense to have a uh, a structure of weapons like that. It's just it is part and parcel to the Destiny experience at this point. Primary, secondary, heavy. And you're you're describing a different game, which could be a good game. I'm not saying your idea is bad. I'm not saying they sh- they should never do this and burn this idea in a fire. It just would be a completely retooling of Destiny. And at the end of the day, the identity, I think, would get a little muddled muddled and lost because you would be you would be changing the entire flow of combat and decision making. So uh Alamand one. Sorry if this is slightly unrelated, but what do you think about Bungie's design philosophy on scouts? They say that they shouldn't have good damage because of the range safety, but most maps don't allow for safety since they're confined. Primaries are usually your downtime weapons because you don't have special heavy, so should they be always? Uh, so shouldn't they all be very reliable? I mean, I, okay, if if you're looking, if you're looking at apparently there's a tweet from Bungie that we might have to watch. If you're looking at the the safety of a scout rifle, okay, even let's go back to D1 where there was areas where scouts made sense, like Kingsfall. The safety range is not a reason for me to to have a crap weapon. Like I scouts were strong in D1. So I don't know, this logic breaks down for me very quickly. The the hung jury I, I couldn't think of the name the hung jury was a great weapon it was solid it wasn't weak because of the safety range it, it was it one tapped ads all the time like I don't know I don't understand what a, a scout should hit like a truck if you get a headshot on a trash ad it should just boom dead boom dead boom dead I used a Suros Dis 47 which was a, a relatively weak scout and I used it in King's Fall all the time and was fine I don't, I don't know. So Bungie apparently tweeted a last word video. That's not really relevant to the talk. So we'll, we'll watch that. Uh, we'll watch that after this. There was not a disc 42 in D1. There was a 43 and a 47. Uh, but yeah, I think you're thinking of the 43. It was slower with more impact than the 40, uh, 47. They were both cool weapons. They really were cool weapons. They were gunsmith weapons. And they were, I thought they were great. So... Thorn is coming back. So is there a thorn? Is there a thorn in the new video too? In their Twitter video? Thorn hype. People in chat are saying thorn hype. So you're going to, when you hear this on the other iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all that. Oh, was it was a data mind? Last word, thorn, rose, and hawk moon. Um, it's a thorn tease. It shows the thorn projectiles. 
Okay. Well, it sounds like we're getting a lot more exotics than just the last word. Maybe they're going to trickle them out. That'll be interesting. Um, so, we'll watch the Twitter video after this because it doesn't fit for the podcast. Proteus LFG, what if you had a better chance at other ammo drop types when you use different weapons? Like primary to get secondary, secondary to get heavy. The only problem with this is you... Okay, so if I can use my primary to get green, okay, I can kill a lot of enemies. So there's going to be green everywhere. And then I'm going to have a ton of green. And then I'm going to be able to kill everything with green and have a ton of purple. You're going to have... I think I think that would be an over-realized ammo economy. There'd be, there'd be such an abundance of ammo on the ground. You would... It would, it would be too much. It would be too much. Now, if if there was like... Maybe they should put something on the screen. Maybe this would be too much. But if there was something on the screen that indicated a, a, kill, a kill fill, right? You've gotten enough kills with the your primary. You, now you got to get some kills with your secondary. Okay, you've gotten enough kills with your secondary. All right, now you need to get some kills with your heavy. And once kill fill threshold has been reached the game starts to feed you ammo of all types. Now, maybe there's already something like that in place. I don't know. Maybe we just don't switch enough for whatever rules they... There's like that intrinsic juggler that so many people think is there. Uh, That, that, you know, I... I don't know. To me, again, I think player decision-making should play a part, but being like, oh, if you use your primary, you get green. If you use your green, you get purple... I think you're going to get way too much you're going to get way too much ammo on the ground and so that that's that's going to be a significant problem Wraith Resurgent what if Bungie tied ammo drops to using abilities yeah somebody already suggested this and I would be okay with this uh, if I get a grenade kill you know that gives me green if I get a melee kill it gives me power ammo uh, maybe if you whittle down a heavy, like maybe if you whittle down like a major and you melee kill him, it has like a high probability of dropping power ammo. So there would be like, there'd be again, encounter decision making to feed yourself ammo. Like, why am I going to go and try and kill this major with a melee? Well, I'm out of power ammo. And if I get him, I'll get some power ammo back. You know, there would be again, intentionality and decision making that would be tied to the ammo. Spartan Master. Adding to my question from earlier, I've always thought there should be more PvE matchmaking modes, and I like I think Gambit, but I feel other things we benefit. What are your thoughts? I had a whole talk on this, and I argued that matchmaking and guided games could both use tweaks and uh, get additions to other areas. I 100% think that they could do that. They could. They're, they're, the Nightfalls need matchmaking. They We came up with ideas for guided games in raids to make the funnel have more people in them because generally speaking, the, the reason that... The reason that matchmaking... The reason that guided games doesn't work for raids is because you're you're not filling the funnel with the right players. So there's two different things I think they could do to attack some of the some of the, the lack of of streamlining, you know, content engagement. And one of them is making guided games 
you know, pull the right players in because at the current moment, it doesn't pull the right players in. It pulls in people that need help and not people that can help. So wait time goes way up. And then the other thing they could do is look at matchmaking for like nightfalls and things of that nature. Estimated profit. Do you think there is an aesthetic progression for the javelin showing your power progression? We're going to get to Anthem Q&A in a little bit. So save your Anthem questions, guys. That one got past the mods. That's okay. Uh, BFW Glow. In terms of going into your menu to use heavy ammo synth, what if Bungie made it so you could attach it to a certain button like the one where you pull out your sparrow press the button use a synth would that work i i like this a little bit better than having to pull up my menu and then and then after i pull open my menu having to go to another menu and then popping a consumable like i definitely like this better but i still think I still think at like a foundational level, okay, at a foundational level, the game should be feeding the combat rhythm within itself. You you shouldn't be like, oh, I got to make sure I have these consumables. Let me buy these consumables. So that way when I'm out and about, I can pop these consumables. And then if it has a cooldown on it, how do you communicate that to the player? Do they go to hit it and it's like, eh, eh, and then there's like a countdown in the corner or something? I... I think this is obviously better than going to your menu for ammo synth, but I don't necessarily think this is the solution because I'm just going to continue to to say the chainsaw in Doom and the ammo on the ground in Anthem creates intentionality from the player to feed yourself ammo to stay in the rhythm of combat. So, uh, Tony G53, what is Crimson Days going to be all about when it launches? Crimson Doubles is returning. They basically said it's going to be very similar to the last Crimson Days with some new things to pursue. But they said if... um, I went the wrong way. They said that if you... They said if you didn't get the stuff from last time, it didn't reset the... Okay. I thought I went far enough. I thought I saw the name change. They said if you didn't get the stuff from the last Crimson Days, it'd be in this one too. They they made that clear. So you are going to be getting... You are going to be getting the ability to go back and get the stuff from the last Crimson Days if you didn't get them, which is exciting if you miss out on the really cool shader or uh, any of the stuff that was in the last one. You can now go in and get them. Um, I'm going to see if I can just get the seeds from up here instead of going down in. Uh, Next question. How about once per activity you can create at request an ammo supply from your ghost? This is similar to the last one. You're creating like a pull out your ghost and that's how you get your ammo back. And like in again in my mind like what we're doing right now. There's ammo on the ground, there's consumables on the ground. I'm killing ads. I'm I'm in the flow of combat. I just think the flow of combat should feed the flow of combat you should just be able you should just be able to kill ads along the spectrum right there's tier one tier two and tier three ads there's trash there's shielded there's majors mini bosses bosses there's a spectrum as long as you're killing all that stuff that should be giving you that should be feeding you to continue to do that that's just what the game should be doing instead of like pulling out a ghost or buying a consumable or putting down a rally flag it just should be feeding you the stuff you need. That is, I think that is the, the, one of the one of the primary problems with the game in general is that 
there's a flow and there's like a there's a t- there's a spectrum of enemy and you suddenly are completely handicapped because like I said I ran three forges in a row d- and didn't get power ammo to drop so it's like one third of my arsenal one third of the things I've grinded for and chased like I've got I've got whenever I run the forge I've got a hammerhead with surrounded and surrounded spec and I've got the, uh, the obsidian radiance on there and you're basically telling me for three or four forges, I, I can't I can't use that. Some idiot in chat's like, get good. Well, get out. Like, you just have to get good. You're just being an idiot. Like, you can't get good and get ammo. Like, I, getting good doesn't make me kill yellow bar servitors faster. You know, it just... Having green and purple ammo drop more rhythmically helps me enjoy the endgame content more. You know? Just DPS harder, Lono. Just shoot better, Lono. Just kill more, kill more ads, Lono. It's not. It just isn't that simple. It isn't that simple. Anybody who thinks it's just as simple as pl- like, oh, you're playing wrong or playing different, you're just an idiot. Like, you're just an idiot. There's nothing you can do to manipulate the drop rates of ammo. And if you think you can, you're ill-informed. Uh, Kirkmania. Do you feel that another option to solve some of the RNG for ammo drops would be a consumable like the glimmer or weapon frame items that increase your ammo drops for a certain percentage? I mean, this is a decent middle ground. You're not making me pop a consumable to get ammo. I pop the consumable and for the duration of that nightfall or my forge runs, I'm getting better ammo drops, right? I'm okay with that. That's... This is like a middle ground. This is you saying, we'll make the ammo drops better for the next four hours, but you have to use a consumable. That doesn't bother me that bad. You're, you're closer to what I'm saying, because at least when that happens, the content, like the, 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 the rhythm of combat would be feeding itself instead of me just, oh, I don't have anything, you know? I don't think I have a good set of frosties. Nah, I don't care. Let's buy it. Let's buy a faded Ingram and see if we can't get a really good roll on one-eyed mask. Guys, we got a sunshot. Oh man, I'm so glad that that drop rate protection's working. Whew. That is awesome. That's exactly what I wanted. You wait an entire week for that moment and when that happens, it's just it's a really good payoff, you know? It really makes you feel good. So, so th- this uh, this suggestion, why would you get One-Eyed Mask on Hunter? I was on another class and got the Kepri's Horn. I was on like a Warlock, I think, and I got a God Roll Kepri's. I think it drops, I think it can drop any armor pieces when you hit the Faded. Oh, you got Forsaken Exotics from Zur. You can't get Forsaken Exotics. It's only year one. I guess I said One-Eyed Mask just out of instinct. I don't know what I need then. Uh, I can't get Shards. I can't get One-Eyed Mask. What could I get? I have a decent Ophidius Spathe and Orpheus Rig. I don't know what armor pieces I could even be going for at this point. Sorry, I misspoke. Yeah. So... Again, this is a this is a, this is a decent middle ground. But to really land the plane and to really restate it here, I think the primary thing that should be happening is you should be able to play and make decisions in during the combat that influences ammo drop 
to equip you to stay in the rhythm of combat feeding your own feed, like making choices that feeds you green ammo or power ammo we're just going to call it the chainsaw effect from doom i can get out the chainsaw in doom periodically and it feeds me ammo now obviously you got to have gas in the chainsaw so that's that's got its own ammo but there's a good rhythm there i can use it three times you know there's there's there, you, you don't you don't have to use the gas that much gas on like the, the small to medium sized enemies in Doom and that's just a good way to keep myself full of ammo and I think there should be a chainsaw choice in Destiny so we are going to conclude Q&A there we're going to continue talking we're going to watch that Thorn video so if you're here live right now don't leave we're going to watch the last word Thorn video apparently from Twitter uh, and then we're also going to be in a, in a little while switching and doing an Anthem talk as well as a Q&A about Anthem and uh, T-Funk asks one last question. Thoughts on set bonuses that ensure ammo drops to kill similar with heavy weapons? I mean, set bonuses is an entirely other subject, so I don't I don't know if that would help either, uh, but having armor or set bonuses that help with a particular type could help those decisions that I'm outlining. Like, I'm going to do this to feed myself ammo periodically. You could have set bonuses or perks that help feed those choices. So, as with all of my content, if you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, tune in live. I'm probably live right now. The people that are here right now don't go anywhere. We're going to watch that video, um, and then I've got some more things to talk about with you. The Anthem Talk and Q&A will probably be really, really good as well. So, as always, if you're listening in the other locations or watching the locations, I appreciate you watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.